This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. You're checking in with Kelly and Ramia here on AMI. It's been a pleasure hanging out in Toronto, but it would be so much nicer to be somewhere else just because it's cold and rainy like every single day. Now, that's not true at all, actually. It, we've had a couple days of good sun, and so I dread the rainy weather even more because when the sun's out, I'm like, oh, yeah, but it's sunny out, so pretty. And uh, I look forward to as I said, refreshing my vacation days and being out of here. But in the meantime, of course, I love spending time with you as we continue with the show. Let's talk nutrition with Julia Karanchis. Hi, I'm Julia Karanchis. Join me on Kelly and Ramya as we dive into the wonderful world of nutrition and wellness with tips to stay healthy and live a vibrant lifestyle. Obviously, I'm not just talking trash about the weather for no reason, Julia. (laughs) There's clearly a reason, um, and yeah, I do it every day on the show. But still, we're chatting about chili, not the weather, the food, but it's perfect because it's really cold and we should be eating chili. Everyone except Kelly. Yes, I thought the same thing. I thought this is the most appropriate day to have this conversation because it is so miserable outside and wet and that cold just seeps into your like into your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, today we're talking about chili. I love chili. There's so many things I love about chili besides eating it. It's such a versatile food. It's a great way to get in a lot of nutrients, also a lot of vegetables, which is always an added bonus. Um, And, you know, if you don't like kidney beans, you can add a chickpea or a black bean. Mm. If you don't like red meat, you can use ground turkey. If you don't like meat at all, you can use a melody of beans and add extra veggies. There's so many options based on personal preferences. So I find this a really versatile food and I thought it deserved, I thought it deserved a whole segment because I think it's so fabulous. Actually, I've never made a chili with just using one bean. Is that the norm to just use kidney beans? There are a lot. Okay. So I am not a cook naturally. And so I, I look up a lot of recipes, Right. um, you know, like as a, hobby because I don't have that innate ability to create delicious food. So I do look at a lot of recipes and oftentimes it's just kidney beans that I see. It's, you know, I personally usually do two beans or I'll do a black bean chili. I like chickpeas. I add them often, but kidney beans seems to always be the star and it's not uncommon. I don't want to say it's normal, but it's not uncommon for the recipe to just call for a kidney bean. Okay, that this is the first time I've really thought about it because any other time or any time I've made chili, uh, it's been just a medley of beans. So I'm really curious about it. But let's talk about the beans. Um, mm-hmm. What's so great about them? Well, they are a great source of carbohydrate, which is the most macronutrient you're going to get from them. But they're also a great source of vegan protein. And we've talked about protein before. It's such a key component to any meal. It's excellent to help balance blood sugar and give energy. So the beans offer a vegan protein, which is excellent. They also add fiber, which we know our diet is really lacking in. Fiber is good for colon health, heart health, the satiety of the the meal. So it allows you to feel 
full but not bloated after you've eaten. They also are a source of many vitamins and minerals, such as mm. molybdenum, folate, potassium, copper. Um, and the nice thing about the beans is that we can buy them cooked in a can. So they don't require extra work, which I'm always for convenience. I think it's, you know, it allows a lot of people to cook on a regular basis. Um, so it really cuts down on prep time. So it's something that we can keep on hand for longer periods of time, you know, one of those pantry staples. So beans have a lot going for them. They give us a lot of fiber and a lot of micronutrients, like all of those vitamins and minerals. Right, exactly. So a medley of beans probably going to offer you even more of that profile, right? More of the different right. kinds of nutrients. Nice. So let's talk about another key component of chili, which is the ground beef. Now you mentioned, you know, if you don't, yeah. if you're not a fan of red meat, use this, use that. Uh, but do you want to talk more in detail about these substitutions versus the beef? Yeah, absolutely. So I understand a lot of people either don't eat meat or choose not to even eat red meat. And that's perfectly acceptable. But I don't want the meat eaters to start feeling guilty about the fact that they're still eating it. So let's just chat about that red meat for a bit. Red meat offers a lot of iron, a great dose of iron. It also offers a great dose of B12 and zinc. Zinc is important this time of year. It's really good for your immune system. It's also good for wound healing. B12 is excellent for energy, as is iron. And so using the red meat would offer your body a great dose of those key nutrients. But if you don't eat red meat, then you can use ground turkey um, or ground chicken. That would also be a great substitute. And they still offer very similar doses of protein. So you wouldn't be sacrificing any protein by switching the meat. And also if you used extra lean um cuts uh, or ground options of both the you know the fat content actually doesn't differ as much as i think people might think that it would so that's okay as well and then each meat does have its own benefit so we talked about the high content of zinc and b12 and iron in red meat ground turkey gives you some of that as well just not quite as much but then ground turkey would give you a higher dose of some of the other b vitamins that you wouldn't get in the same amount mm. as if you ate the, the beef component. Um, and B vitamins are also good for energy. So again, lots of options there. If you don't eat red meat, then you can eat the chicken or the turkey. And you don't need to be worried that you're sacrificing on the nutritional level because protein-wise, it's still there. And they are each unique in their own micronutrient makeup. So all of it would be a benefit. Uh, and speaking of benefits, I know that a lot of people like to mix in the pork with the beef. It, does this yeah. help or hurt the situation in your Yeah. Cooking? Yeah, I make hamburger patties and meatballs with a mix of the yeah. pork and the beef. I like the texture better. I think it's a lot nicer. I think it would just be a personal preference. Okay. All right, that sounds good. And then if you don't eat meat at all, can you just skip yeah. it and just do the mean, bean medley, as you said? Absolutely skip it. If you don't eat meat at all, there's a couple of things you could do. And again, this is one of the many reasons I like chili. Um, yeah, you can use a variety of beans. So instead of starting with that pound of ground beef, you're maybe starting with a can of kidney beans. And then to that can of kidney beans, you're doing pinto beans and then a can of chickpeas. Um, you can also find canned beans that are already in a melody of beans. So you don't have to buy a bunch of different cans. You can just buy 
bean melody, which is also fantastic for bean salad. So if you end up making chili and you don't love it, then just make yourself a bean salad with the rest of the cans that you might have left in your <laughs> mm-hmm. pantry. Um, uh, so that even makes it easier. And then furthermore, if you don't want to overload your chili with beans, because sometimes they can be hard to digest if you eat them in large quantities, you could use crumbled tofu. Right. So this, yeah, and this would be great for protein content for the chili, but it would also offer something different texturally. So you could, you know, if it's crumbled, it would have a little bit of the ground meat essence to it and that crumbled. Um, And again, really high source of protein. So you could add all of it or just a couple of the options. And nowadays you can get like beyond meat that's um, ground. Yes. Right, ground beyond meat. Yeah, I mean, there's... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, and there's like the textured vegetable protein. There's yeah, the beyond meat options. There's, there's actually a lot of there's so much meat out there alternatives now. that yes. you could be adding. Especially mm-hmm. for the texture part, because you, if you want yes. to have that feeling of ground meat in your chili and also yeah. because we are going to talk about the vegetable parts next, um, what are some complementary vegetables that we can add that won't make it feel like we're just going to make vegetable soup now? But- Vegetable soup, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking too, like mushrooms as an option, yay or nay. Yeah, okay. This is, I love chat. I feel like chatting about chili and vegetables can get really heated depending Mm -hmm. on who you're having this discussion (laughs) with. You know, like I, my sister-in-law doesn't like kidney beans. So she makes her chili without kidney beans and has a ton of vegetables in oh. it um and it's very tomatoey my chili i like beans i put them in i have it less tomatoey more like chili seasoning with the ground beef is it even chili without I... beans does your sisters have yeah. any beans in it no oh okay. i know i know i don't know if this yeah. classifies as chili anymore but carry on <laughs> But I find when you add vegetables, you know, it can get controversial. Well, that doesn't belong in chili. So, you know, onion, I think, is the obvious one that goes in it. Also, you know, it cooks down so soft and you can chop it so finely that you wouldn't even notice. And then my other picks would be zucchini. Again, it cooks down pretty soft. It adds a little bit of a crunch, but not too much. I did put mushrooms on the list. I love mushrooms. I like the texture of them, which I know a lot of people do not, and that's okay. My partner hates them. And so I put them in because I do also like the flavor and I chop them really fine. And then they, and I put meat in my chili. So between the meat and the beans I and the onion, the finely chopped mushrooms get very lost and mm. they don't, you know, they go unnoticed. Um, green pepper, I also really like in Me chili too. because I find, yeah, I like it. It it also doesn't overcook as easily as other vegetables, so it retains its you know shape and texture when you eat it a little bit nicer. And then corn, and corn is great because corn you can keep frozen. So again, that one is hit and miss with people because it turns it sometimes into more like of a Mexican inspired. I was gonna dish, say, but, yeah, you got to feel yeah. kind of. Um, uh, you know, like a growth mindset with your chili if you have corn yeah. in it, in my, yeah. in my well, opinion. I, I know, I know. I did do a Mexican chili where I, I only used black beans and then I put corn in it. Oh, that does and sound then good, you just had, It was good. And then I put some cheese on top with avocado and it was delicious. Um, so, you know, again, versatile. So I 
I like corn and plus I like that it can be frozen and just added into it. So if you don't have fresh zucchini or any other fresh vegetables to add, you could at least add the corn and have something in it. But I mean, really, it's up to you. Whatever vegetables you like, you can put in. These are just the ones that I think complement the chili Fair. the best and also don't overpower it. So you can still, you know, have the essence of the chili flavorings. Yeah, and I appreciate all the different elements you brought, right? Like the consistency, is it compromising the consistency? Like, do we really right. want strips of uh, carrot in our chili? No, probably not. And then also yes. you're pointing out the traditional way of versus how people do expand and, and kind of uh, play around with chili. And I, I really do think you can kind of go anywhere with it, not as, as yeah. experimental as like a salad bowl or something, but nonetheless... Uh, you can make slight changes. Like my chili is pretty spicy and I don't think that's normal. Um, any yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on the balanced meal part before we wrap? I, yeah, I just, you know, again, to prove my case with the chili, um, it provides carbs, it provides like carbohydrates, it provides fiber, it provides protein and various micronutrients, which are really what help us live a vibrant lifestyle. And they are what allow us to function optimally. So I would encourage people to, you know, give it a go and try a couple of different variations. Nice. Julia, I love it. Thank you so much for bringing up chili. I'm thinking you can bring it up again later, you know, just to I will. do a part yes. two. Yeah. Okay. No <laughs> yeah, ulterior motives absolutely. here. Okay. <laughs> Nutritionist Julia Karanch is joining us every other week uh, to, of course, talk nutrition. And today's conversation was on chili. After the break, we're checking in with Marianne Kerr. She's the CEO of the Peel Children's Aid Foundation. She's going to chat with us about how they, the organization, is helping families in need during this holiday season with an annual toy and clothing drive that you can take part in. We'll be right back. It's Kelly and Ramia. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.